0: forever like i never thought i would get here but we're here episode 20 i finally made it we finally made it this is as always your host devin aka devin no one cares across all socials let me get this out the way real quick this is episode 20 it's going to be the last episode of 2018 i'm going to take the rest of december off to really get on people's necks and to really take everything to the next level uh, we will be back January 3rd, which I think is the first Thursday of the new year. So January 3rd, we'll be back. This is the last episode of 2018. But episode 20 is really special to me, and I'm extremely excited. And when I say really special, I don't mean all lowercase. I mean uppercase, underline, bold font, all that stuff. Because today's special guest is probably one of my most personal special guests because I feel like without her, I, this wouldn't be happening. Mm. So let me just, let me run this down with you real quick. My special guest, I know she remembers, we were talking about her earlier today. When I was doing a blog way back in the day, probably maybe two or three years ago, I started off as a blog and I was writing on artists, all creatives, whether it be music artists, whether it be clothing designers, whether it be actual like painters and digital artists and things like that. I was writing, I was writing on them, doing a blog, I was pushing their work, playing their music, whatever I could do to just kind of be that platform. I found out about Kayla Ray. She was one of like the probably first two or three artists I've ever even discovered when I moved out here. And I heard her music and I just knew I had to kinda of dig into it more. I had the support. I had to really push it. So we linked up eventually and I did this full length article, this super, super long article, um, about her and just her story and how she got into, you know, music and just the real story of, of who Kayla Ray is. And this whole it's a super crazy thing about it we met up at chipotle we were eating mm. i didn't want to eat chipotle because <laughs> chipotle has proven to kill people but she was convinced <laughs> i was, I, was I, I i you know you know what chipotle does so i was like you know i'll sacrifice my life for this article and you know great conversation everything went well i had everything i needed to write the article but i had been having this idea and little did i know what this idea would turn into but basically i want to kind of put radio take a radio twist but still have conversation mm. um so me and kayla i wanted to link up and we went to the park and we had this long conversation about a topic that i long. feel like everybody very long conversation
1: we're out in the cold
0: yes and you had that windbreaker on i think it was like yes. making all this noise <laughs> it was just super funny because i heard it in the audio later i was like damn what's that sound and i thought about it but we had this long conversation about love because i am somebody who, oh i feel like everybody has a certain view and interesting perspective on love mm-hmm. and i know she did because you can hear it in the music mm-hmm. so we had this long conversation uh it, w- it went great i came home chopped it up and made like a little test test radio episode or whatever i was gonna call it i don't even remember i think i was gonna call it a good radio or something like that i don't remember sent it to a, like, a select few of five or six people just to see what they would think because I have certain people I send my stuff to who I know wouldn't lie to me. And everybody said it was cool. Everybody said it was dope. Even Kayla was like, this is fire. I like it. And I never did it. Never did anything with it. But that, Exactly. Just dropped it. So I'm <laughs> not doing it, which is crazy. But fast forward, two and a half years later, three years later, the DNA podcast is born. And that's this is what sparked it. Kayla helped spark the idea that will become one of my favorite things to do today. I that mean, is what
1: manifestation is all about. Can
0: I, so can you imagine? Like this is what blows my mind. Is I started off the idea with her, and I'm ending my first almost full year of 2018 with Man, you as well. And you
1: can't tell me the law of attraction isn't real.
0: The, I'm telling you, if you speak, I've, I really I'm starting to think <laughs> that the whole speaking getting to the universe really. It's a real thing. It is a real thing. But let me not get ahead of myself. Yeah. My special guest today, as I already said, is Kayla Ray. And um, one of my favorite music artists out here. I really support all her stuff. I've been watching her, I've been keeping up with her. And, um, oh man, just introduce yourself to the people who aren't as familiar as I am.
1: My name is Kayla Ray, and I am a singer and a songwriter performer out here in Colorado. I grew up here, and I've just been making music for as long as I can remember. Um, I started just like putting music up on YouTube and SoundCloud and fearlessly just kind of diving into it and yeah that's when we met and you did like i think after the first initial article you had did another article when i put out um my song no baby no maybes you just did a quick yes, write-up yes, on the song i did and one thing you had said in it you were like oh you're she's staying so consistent at this point she's dropped a song every month yes and i was like damn i was like he's right he notices <laughs> i was like so i gotta keep this up so i've just been putting out music like crazy and then got the opportunities i got this year and now i'm here and it's like i just want to go even harder
0: and so let's let me i thought about something that i wanted to bring up but i'll bring it up towards the end um or towards the end of this part of the conversation mm-hmm. but i want people to just kind of get into the mind of, of of you know who you are and why you do what you do how did you get into music and how did you get to r&b specifically
1: um i got into music because i've always been a writer growing up. Um, That's just how I express myself as a kid. And I've always really loved to sing. And so I think I recorded my first song when I was 13. And then by the time I was like old enough to know how to do it myself, I just started making a ton of music. And I moved out here to Denver from Colorado Springs and I started performing out here and really quickly, actually, people started knowing who I was. I think just the more effort I put into it, the more I put myself out there People started knowing um, who I was that way. And what was the second part of your question? <laughs>
0: so R&B specifically. R&B specifically. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long day. You been hustling I all think, day. I, I think you.
1: just naturally, because um, I grew up on R&B, you mm. know, um, I grew up on a lot of like 106 and Park and BET. Classic. You know what I mean? Back when so, BET was BET? Yeah. I rarely watched, like I watched MTV for the reality stuff, but... Mostly, like, I was I was really into R&B and hip-hop, and so I think that's just the music that naturally came out of me.
0: So, like, how would you... I, I feel like it's, it's just R&B, but would you describe your sound in a certain way? How would you kind of describe what your sound is specifically, if you can?
1: Yeah, I'd say it's kind of eclectic, you know, because I did grow up on a lot of that, but I also, because of my older sisters, I was very much involved in R&B and hip-hop.
0: Big family? small family. Yeah, big family. Big family, right? Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, But me, myself, I loved people like Britney Spears and NSYNC. And I was really into like Jessica Simpson Mm -hmm. and all those cute little white pop teens, you know, Christina Aguilera. I was really into that. Yeah. And but I loved Aaliyah and Maya and, you know, like Blackstreet and all that. So I say I would say I'm like definitely a mix between R&B and a little bit of pop now, you know? Yeah, um, You definitely have more of a bop too I Yeah, you develop the bop a little bit And I here. just kinda wanna get more experimental with it. I don't wanna I don't wanna box myself really, so
0: that's a good so that's a good point to me. Mm-hmm. You wanna get more experimental. I feel like a lot of artists these days, whether they're big or small, they're scared to experiment because they feel like they have that fan base, so they feel like they have that course down, that lane down. So yeah. they try to stay there. Are you how do you feel about experimenting? Are you scared? Does it make you nervous? Are you just full force ready to be a creative and dive into it?
1: It does kind of make me nervous because and it's it's that's the transition I'm like literally in right now mm-hmm. is how do I like how do I how do I make the music that I know I want to make and can make without feeling like um I'm doing too much or like I'm jumping too deep. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. right away. Cause people, I I feel that like people want to stay in a lane cause they feel like they've got it locked down and they might feel like people won't fuck with them if they do something else. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it is, it, it does make me a little nervous, but I feel like, I feel like I'm really talented, honestly, and you I feel are, like I'm yeah, just, sure. I feel like I can do whatever I want to do. And as long as you do what you want to do with confidence and like surety that you can nail anything, then mm. you're gonna. And so I'm just like, forget it. If it scares me, then I should probably
0: do yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, what do they what say? Uh, successes within your comfort, outside of your comfort zone or Absolutely. in your comfort zone something like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, if
1: your dreams don't scare you, then they're not big enough or something like
0: that. We got quotes. Y'all better write this down. It's yeah. an Instagram quote for <laughs> that's sure. A, that's, that's a Graham quote for sure. <laughs> but we're, and another thing we were kind of mentioning earlier, which is a, a really big question I kind of wanted to ask. When we first met, totally different spaces. I know I was in a totally mm-hmm. different space. I was single. I was going through heartbreak. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you were single as well. Mm-hmm. I think the last relationship you were in at that point, I think, was also... Yeah. Yeah. So... Now to see you then to hear your music then when you could hear kind of like the pain in your music kind of just like the frustration with like love, and um you could almost see a glimmer of happiness sometimes but I feel like it was still a little bit of a not mm-hmm. dark place but just a real a real place really. mm-hmm. that's how it, how was that say it was, um, but now you're in a happy relationship mm-hmm. you've accomplished so much mm-hmm. and it makes me wonder you know they say some people like some artists like Earl for example or um maybe a frank ocean that sometimes when they drop music or like a tyler when they drop music their best music sounds the best when it's like dark yeah but then when they're in a better place they're like oh well, i want the like dark or like they say that about gucci a lot they're like oh gucci's like total rebrand right mm-hmm. but they're like oh i want that like trap shoot em up gucci da-da-da-da. yeah and it's like when you're not in that place no more and you're in a better place how like how do you what do you how do you um that was a crazy stutter How do you like? (laughs) How do you, what do you? (laughs) (laughs) How do you find inspiration to make music again? Or is that inspiration a relief? Or how does that inspiration change when you create these sounds and these lyrics and things like that?
1: Yeah, that's the challenge of being a creative. You know what I mean? Is like, you can't always just rely on your emotions and Mm. like what you're going through to make art because, especially if you want to do it for a living, I mean, you have to, I guess it just depends on your goals and what you want to do. You know what I mean? Like if you're the kind of person who makes your art only, only like when you feel the need to express yourself, then it is going to be very hard to do something when you're kind of not really going through anything. You know what I mean? But if you want to challenge yourself as a songwriter or, you know, you have to learn how to dig deep into a different place, you know, Mm. like put yourself somewhere that you haven't been in a while or look at the people around you and what they're going through and look at other people's experiences and try to take from that as much as that? you can. Do you do that? Like, Do
0: you tell? Like, sometimes they do you feel, like I know Jake Cole does it sometimes, like finding inspiration and telling other people's story. Like I guess storytelling really is what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. I've
1: written songs that have nothing to do with anything I've ever felt before. You mm. know, like you throw, you throw things in there that you've gone through, but it's like, you know, I've written songs that aren't 100% from my perspective yeah, and that also helps too, like working with other writers, like I've learned that, you know, that there's a whole other perspective to put into a song. And that's, that's another way I get creative is just by working with other people. Cause sometimes, you're, you know, sometimes it does just the well runs dry. Like Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> sometimes it's just like fuck. I, I don't know how I'm feeling right now. I can't articulate. So, you just kind of have to pull from other places and just even ask for help. Like, you know, and it helps that I have so many friends. Yeah. It's like you who have are a
0: creative. I don't say better supporting cast, but you're the supporting cast around you is definitely growing. It feels like growing yes. in the sense of like how how secure it is with you and what you're doing and how it yes. evolves around you.
1: I've always wanted that. Like, I always wanted th- almost all of my friends to be involved in art somehow. You know what I mean? Right. Like, just a couple years ago, I was like, I would love to have people around me that are like me. And now I feel, I feel like. like
0: you said that when we first met too. I yeah, feel like, yeah. I was
1: like, I need more friends who are like me. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, who are doing what I'm doing. Or And I have that now. I feel like I'm just surrounded by it. So, it's a huge blessing.
0: And speaking of, you know, our conversations from the past. I remember. And this is the biggest thing. I remember. and I think I, I, I messaged you about it, but mm-hmm. I think you had, you know, I, I, I thought you was mad at me at the point. I thought like, you know, we, <laughs> she got big. She was like, nah, small podcast. We ain't messing with him over there. And I, I remember you, um, being on the summer jam lineup. Yeah. And I, I can only yeah. imagine how you felt, but to me, I saw that and felt how can i explain it to me that felt like i'll explain it to you so earlier this week i saw her on wednesday What did you, thursday
1: today's thursday Thursday.
0: i saw her on tuesday and i saw travis scott on thursday when i saw travis scott i was kind of i know this is gonna sound super simpy i was kind of emotional because mm-hmm. first i'm from texas so i'm a big fan of travis scott and mm-hmm. i remember him like from like the super super like small venue days and then it's crazy when you see an artist go from 10 15 20 people mm-hmm. to selling out the pepsi center having his own roller coaster right and when we talked one of the things i said what do you want to speak into existence and you said you would love to perform at the red rocks, red rocks. i want to speak that into existence yeah and i was like you know that's so crazy and i, I told you I was like you will mm-hmm. like one day you will Da-da-da-da-da. yeah and then to see you on the summer jam lineup
2: mm-hmm.
0: i was like that's uh, once again the universe yeah absolutely like that like these things are, are you worked hard mm-hmm. it, it took some time but you manifested it and mm-hmm. then finally like like these big things these big venues happened yeah and it just i was like it's man. incredible because like
1: first let me just say this I I didn't listen to your podcast when you hit me up on Twitter and you were like, "Hey, mentioned you in this, check it out." I was like, "I'm gonna," and I was so hyped too. And I just <laughs> I just never did, and I felt so bad. Okay. I was, and I left the message. will learn one day. <laughs> I left the message unread on Twitter so that I would, so I would go back and you know open it so that I wouldn't forget. And I never did, and I don't <laughs> want you to hate me for that. I didn't just get on Summer Jam and was like. Mm i'm the shit oh what is it Um, mm
0: -mm, decline it wasn't like that i'm so sorry it's okay
1: i was really hyped to listen to it because you and i have you know talked about it before and um but yeah either way i
0: still played your music by the way thank you so that that didn't change (laughs) i was like man you know what she can be a hater all she wants you know she can be all hollywood (laughs) if she wants but I'm, I'm not going to be like, oh, God, I, I played the music. That's why she's there. But I'm like, okay, yeah. I'm gonna do my part. Well, thanks
1: for the love. You know, yes, I didn't. I I didn't mean to get so busy. You know, you to did just forget. You meant to
2: get busy. <laughs> you know, you meant to get busy.
1: <laughs> but that's why I think it's important. Like when you, um, when you're like trying to manifest what you want or you're you're seeing your future, mm-hmm. it's important to be as specific as you can, but to not expect anything. You know, yeah. because that was my thing. I was like even in 2015, I was like, I'm going to be at Red Rocks next year. And nobody even knew my name in 2015. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's okay to have dreams that big because then you're going to go somewhere in that realm. You might not yeah. get exactly that, but you're going to be somewhere in that, it's a you pinpoint. know, yeah, that it's area. Like, like and so, um, it was insane just to kind of see that. I even have a picture of when I saw Anderson pack and Bryson Tiller at Red Rocks. And I was like, Oh, this is motivation right here. Like mm-hmm. I have a picture saved from that. And, you know, just two years later, like I'm opening up for, you know, people like Wiz and Big Boy and that, I don't know, like I don't reflect on it enough, you know, just sitting here thinking about it now is like, it's got me welling up inside. Yeah. It's really dope though, because you're just, you're way more powerful than you think you are.
0: Exactly. And and that's why I said, it was just, it was just crazy for me to see that. I was telling everybody, I was telling, I felt like now i feel but,
1: like such an asshole
0: <laughs> well before you said this is i was gonna say <laughs> i felt like um i felt like not a bad dad how can i explain this like like a dad that was like okay this is my son like my son don't fuck with me at all mm. but like oh like yeah he's he look at him he's out there he's doing this like <laughs> oh like look at her she's out there making it the big she's <laughs> on she's on summer jam look at the, i remember her and then meanwhile, <laughs> my message is just sitting unread, getting no, dusty. So I'm like, it's OK, because she's going to she's going to make it. She's going to make it. <laughs> and that's why I was like, that's why it's, it's even cooler. The fact that we finally link up and yeah. then when you hit me back and you were like, yo, I you know, blocked everybody that yeah. I'm following everybody i was like wow this is
1: i'm still finding like friends that i haven't followed back yet but i really did i had i had zero following on my instagram that's so it wild. was i was just like the i'm following zero people because and it wasn't even a rebrand i was like <laughs> emotional for no goddamn reason
3: so i, was I like, figured i, I was figured. like i'm
1: unfollowing everybody and we know how this works and, and it wasn't even everybody the- who like contribute i just i just didn't want to see anything and I feel so you. but i couldn't unfollow a select few because then it would be like you know so i just yeah. had to unfollow everybody and I'm just getting back to all the people that I'm followed. And I'm just glad there's no beef. I'm glad there there's was no part no issues. I was like like what never.
0: I was like my articles were good. I play her music. I, did I say something? I have to go That's back and so listen to my shitty. podcast. Like, did I, so I say sorry. something? Nah, it's okay. It all happened for I think if, it, if that wouldn't have happened, I don't think this podcast would be as special as it was for this episode because we, you may may have been on earlier, and yeah. so like, it wouldn't have been like that full universal feeling of starting it this way and then. And I being just need here. to
1: be more aware. So thanks. Well,
0: yeah, but sometimes you gotta get locked down and cut everything out around you, especially yeah. when it comes to social media. Mm-hmm. So I don't blame you for that. Yeah. So a couple more things I want to ask you before we get into some music. I want to play some of your music for the people too. Mm-hmm. Um, as a black woman, because you are, are, you not fully black, are you? Fully I'm black. half. Half. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you? How does it feel being a black woman or half black woman in the music industry? do you feel any kind of like pressure I feel like I feel power comfortable? right now word okay yeah i Explain. do
1: like being a being a black woman in music i feel like really powerful right now because i feel like like you look at people like normany from fifth harmony and like mm-hmm. SZA and seven streeter and like summer walker all these black girls who are like killing it right now yes. and even just five years ago, you know what I mean? Like a dark skinned girl couldn't even, you know what I mean? Like yeah. make a lot of weight and now, mm-hmm. and now they are. And so I definitely have an advantage being a light skinned girl. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But being a black girl in music, I feel like I carry way more of an advantage than if I was just fully white. out here trying to do it.
0: It's interesting you say that, which is this wasn't even a question I thought of until you said it. The Willie Lynch theory, I think, exists, you know, how we Mm -hmm. like the whole thing of pinning black people against each other by their colors and their shades of Mm -hmm. black as well. Do you are you aware of like when you maybe see like when you see some of times like the darker, like a darker woman, Mm -hmm. what like doesn't get as much love or she gets like harsher attention than compared to like the more light skinned, Mm -hmm. you know, person? are you aware of that when you when you like kind of just move through the industry and move through? Yeah.
1: I have I'm, I have a huge advantage being a light skinned girl like mm-hmm. you know what I mean people people look at me and like that's like that's gold to people for some reason you know and so I do have a. A huge advantage and I don't take that for granted you know yeah. what I mean like I recognize it and that's why like I have to give credit to all these women out here like just doing their thing because there's women who have less advantage than I do and they're it's crazy
0: that your skin color well it's I mean we we know we that know. skin color could be a disadvantage yeah. but it's crazy to even think that your own people can be a disadvantage because of the tone of your skin color mm-hmm. Like that's still crazy to me
1: it is but it's a real thing you know what i mean and i don't know i'm just proud because i feel like i feel like black women everywhere are just like really really killing it
0: and we're gonna um, we're definitely gonna touch into that more because the topic that i want to bring up later that i feel mm-hmm. like evolves around that yeah but one more question i want to ask before we get into this music um i asked kind of all the colorado musicians because it's I'm I'm not new out here, mm-hmm. but I'm still my feet are pretty wet. But I I just still like to pick people's minds on what they think. Cause I'm like I said, I'm from Texas, so I mm-hmm. understand that Texas kind of like music scene there. And I've been out of it for so long that probably when I go back, I'll be figuring out certain things. Not go back and move, but visit. How do you feel about the Colorado scene out here, like the hip hop and R and B scene? Do you feel like it's developing? Like, do you feel like there you know the way out is to leave? What mm-hmm. do you what, what do you kind of personally feel?
1: I feel like it is developing, and I think if you think that you are the cream out here, do not move right now. Don't, because I was just talking about this the other day to Mm -hmm. some of my friends, like, we have an advantage that it's such a small pond right now, you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Because anybody looking in at Denver is only gonna look at a pool of 100 artists, and it's not hard to pick out the best one, or you know what I mean? The most Mm -hmm. talented one. As opposed to looking at a hundred thousand artists in LA yeah. and being like they all do the same thing, like you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Don't leave yet, like because it is still developing. It's a it's a growing scene, and it, Denver needs a face. They need a sound. They need a wave. And you either are gonna be the creator of that, or you're gonna be right there as it's taking off. And you mm-hmm. just have to like you got to use it to your advantage. That's why I'm not going anytime soon. I feel you. I'm gonna lock it down.
2: I feel that.
0: That's the thing I was thinking too, with like, because there's a certain line between leaving and just going to where the connections are to help your sound grow even more. And then there's more of a, it's like more of a challenge when you do it from at the grassroots of staying where you're at and putting it, really putting the city on your back and yeah right? we're gonna I'm gonna make it here like they're gonna come out
2: to me go and out go out happen. to
1: other places and perform you know what I mean mm-hmm. go to other states network in other cities like be smart about it absolutely like don't but but I wouldn't say pack up and leave right now you yeah. know I, anyway for me. You know, because mm-hmm. the scene is so small, because the scene is so small, you can't stay here and perform anymore, really. Like, you know what I mean? Every show gets redundant after a while. Yeah. So definitely go out, do other festivals in other states and stuff and, you know, branch out that way. But I would say, like, make a make a name for yourself here first. Like, really, like, get the whole city talking, because the second someone looks at Denver, you're who they're going to see.
0: hundred percent. If you're popping, you know, that's so dope. Yeah. Yes. And speaking of popping. Like I said, your music's been popping in my eyes, Thanks. but I know, I've, and I feel like the people who listen to my podcast have definitely heard a couple of your songs, mm-hmm. and I think we've played, uh, no, I think I'll play both, both of these tracks that I'm about to play. I might have played them before, but we're going to play them again because you're here. Let's do it. So we're going to get into it. The first track you're going to hear is Practice, Woo-hoo! which is produced by... Cali. Yes. I'm, I'm glad I didn't Calli. write that down cause I would have messed that name up. Yeah. <laughs> Cali. <the laughs> no, second, it's Calli. I would exactly, I would have exactly did that. <laughs> Shout out to him. And then the second track we're going to get into is No Slack, which is produced by...
1: Some YouTube rap uh, producer. (laughs) Thank you.
0: (laughs) YouTube producing produced music is very underrated. If you oh, don't yeah. like even some of your favorite artists use YouTube beats it one day. Uh-huh. So and, they,
1: the and they probably have someone remake the beat, honestly. You know, exactly. they probably find some fire on YouTube and have somebody remake it just so they're not getting in trouble.
0: Exactly. <laughs> and that's a whole another conversation. But let's get into the music. This is Kayla Ray practice. The next song after that's gonna be Kayla Ray's No Slack. Let's go. In
2: your arms I felt protected. Needed love and affection, baby boy. Question, question, how the hell this In the same time, in the same time If you want it, we can take it there
4: I relax, I be working hard waiting for my time, you don't get no slack, need you and everybody else to fall in line, cause I ain't looking back, and ain't nobody coming, ain't nobody coming for my heart too much, but you ain't getting shit done too caught up, whatever Everybody be on, Just shut up, put your money where your mouth is You get no money worrying about it. They have tried to rearrange what was meant to be But I am written in the galaxy They coming for me, never looking back, never, looking back no. never taking anybody's word over mine But trying to relax be working hard, waiting for my time. You don't get no slack. Need you and everybody else to fall in line. Cause I ain't looking back. And ain't nobody coming, ain't nobody coming for mine. Ain't nobody coming for mine. And when I make it, ain't nobody coming but mine. We gonna take it all the way we going on. Coming for mine Ain't nobody coming for
0: raised no slack. Before that was Kayla Ray's practice. yeah, yeah, yeah. And Like I say, y'all y'all don't have to believe everything I say. Y'all don't have to agree with everything I say. But some of the things, some of this music I play, the proof is just in the sound. And I think that's exactly what's going on with her music. And thank you. Speaking of music, I know mm-hmm. we just talked about you dropped maybe you're dropping or dropped mm-hmm. how many songs this year? Not not many.
1: Not many. Not definitely not as many as last year. Um this time last year, I dropped No Slack. Mm-hmm. And then a whole six months went by and I didn't drop anything. And then I dropped Practice on the radio.
2: Mm-hmm. And then Mood, and right? And then
1: Mood right after that because there was a Summer Jam reference in it, so we had to drop it before <laughs> Summer Jam.
0: <laughs> Smart. Smart marketing. Smart. Yeah,
1: And then Mirror Mirror was just like some Halloween shit to do. Um, and now Silent Night.
0: And speaking of music, I know we have Silent Night dropping... Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yes. Tomorrow. Do you have any... I'm pretty sure you're not dropping any music December. Mm -mm. Are you dropping like, do we know? And you don't have to tell me. You can Mm -hmm. tell me off off mic. Mm -hmm. Do you plan to drop a project next year? Yep. What can you tell me about it? Show do.
1: I can tell you that... It's been driving me crazy.
0: (laughs) I assume it's going to be good. Oh, my God.
1: Like, I think just kind of trying to solidify my sound, which I didn't know I had to do before. I thought I had my sound. You know what I mean? Gross. Yeah. Trying to do that. Trying to figure out who I want to be, what I want my music to sound like. And honestly i i could put together i think like three projects with all the songs i have right now
0: don't say it don't don't say it.
2: you have it I, ha-
1: I have that much material i do I believe it. you know some of them are not most of them are not finished they're you know all concepts and stuff but, but you've been cooking clearly. yeah absolutely um but i don't have i'm not gonna say that never mind
0: Nah, don't do it yeah, don't don't put it out there <laughs>
1: I'm not going to say it yet, but, um, yeah. So with, with the material I have, I have a lot of music, so I'm definitely so releasing def- a project yeah. next year. I'm just waiting to release my next single before I mention a project.
0: I like that. I, the, I I don't think you spend a year dropping a couple songs without really cooking and focusing on your craft. I can tell you probably really did this year. I did. So I think next year is going to be really big. Yes. And speaking of next year and really big musicians and artists, the Grammy nominations, the, mm-hmm. the 2019 Grammys lineup came out. Um, I don't care about the Grammys because of what you know they they do for us. They don't really do anything for us. But I think it's really important. Uh, this upcoming Grammys is really important because they're really seem it seems like they're really paying attention to hip hop and R and B, yeah, and especially black females who rap and do R and B, and um. Like, let me just kind of break down some of the categories. I know that hers nominated for five awards. Like
1: five or six. Insane.
0: That is super crazy. All
1: the Stars is yeah. nominated for a few. Yes. Because it was in a film. The, the soundtrack. Now, yep.
0: That's nominated. Um, Who else? Let me see. I have the list right in front of me. Janelle Monae. Yeah. Of course, she's, she's nominated. It's crazy to think that Cardi B is nominated for album of the year. Honestly,
1: it is crazy, and I was talking to my girlfriend about it because you know there's that whole speculation that she don't write or whatever, Mm -hmm. but. I think she's got like five or six songs from her album that charted. So it's like, of yeah. course, she's going to be nominated. Yeah.
0: It's, I, think her, I think her next album is going to be really important to the career, her career and her longevity. Yeah. I feel like now she's in a place where she can almost do whatever she wants and right. still be popular. Mm-hmm. So I think she has to be very careful with how she does music because then she could lose that fan base. Yeah. but
1: Absolutely. I don't think she cares, though.
0: No, I she cares. I just, she I just don't think just
1: because what she's, what I've heard her say, like I don't, she doesn't, I don't even know if she wants to do music long term. You know, like she. I like, can't see her doing music
0: long term either. No, I can't.
1: But I definitely think she's got it. She's got to be very careful with what she does next.
0: I Yo, agree, hundred mm-hmm. percent. And so we said Cardi, we said SZA, we said her, yeah, we said Janelle Monnet. Uh Who else is in there for for uh, an award? LMA. She's um, yes. nominated. she's got a few, right? I think I think she does have a few. Like I know new did, artists um, and then boot up or something. I think she does. Yeah, I think yeah. She does. I know she has um, song of the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is crazy. Which makes
1: sense because that was the <laughs> that was the song of the year.
0: Chloe and Haley, they're nominated yes. for best so new artist. Yeah, so dope. Georgia Smith, and this—I mean, there's probably a couple more—but this is why I bring it up. I think this year, what kind of made me pay attention to the Grammys is that the board has changed some people mm-hmm. have some pivotal people who were really affecting the way that we were represented in hip-hop and mm-hmm. r&b have left and now new people have come in i think even Jess blaze i think is on is on the um committee now with help make hip-hop nice. and r&b decisions and they've been getting people on who are kind of a part of the culture who know more knowledge on the culture to make these decisions and so nominations a hundred percent important how do you have somebody who's probably not even listening to the album exactly yeah. exactly so it's really cool to see that but I really think this year it's showing how uh our black women in R in R&B and especially in hip hop more importantly are finally getting accepted. Yeah. Like I don't I mean I could be wrong on this. I don't know if Nicki Minaj has been nominated for any Grammys, but if she has, I don't know if anybody else has, but recently Rhapsody did last I think last mm-hmm. year. She was nominated. Now we see Cardi, but then now we see so all of these artists that are from different genres or even some some of them have like a cross genre i know Mm -hmm. her kind of hits that little borderline of r&b and rap sometimes yeah lma can kind of be classified as that Mm -hmm. as well what do you think about this like the i guess you can say rise of black women in hip-hop in r&b and how we're kind of being it's not because i'm not one, but how they're being more (laughs) accepted in in the music industry
1: like i said it's a dope time like it's it's a powerful thing and I just feel like we've needed that recognition for a long time because there's been faces that have you know used our music and gotten credit for it Mm -hmm. and you know the culture and the style and all that and that's cool but it's like the originators need they need to like they need their credit and i just think it's beautiful because Black women as a whole just need to be celebrated. You know what I mean? And music is such a huge influence in the world. And for them to just be put on a pedestal, especially somewhere like the Grammys, you know, where it's mostly white dominated. I just think it's a step in the right direction. And the decisions
0: are made that are definitely white dominated. Yeah.
1: It's, you know, it just says, like, this is who I am. This is the music I make. And it's okay. Because, like... Because there are black girls out there all over the world who need that relate... Like, they need someone to relate to. Yeah. And that's what's finally happening. That's why people love Cardi so much. Because mm-hmm. she's just herself, and you can really relate to her. You know what I mean? A hundred percent.
0: And what's and, crazy is, like... Um, my bad. Sure. No, it's okay. Go ahead. What's crazy is that um, I remember... Well, because as a, as a man, I just remember having a hard time relating to certain R&B and certain hip-hop from females because it's just... It's a different sound, it's a different perspective. Mm. So it's kind of I feel like a lot of the audience would just kind of a lot of the male audience would just be like, oh, it's dope. Unless it's club music. If it's club music, they'll rock with it. But like these days, when you think about how many people vibe out to her. Like when I was at the her show, like I know so I was. Dope. I was going crazy. I was putting my hands up like I was in church. Yeah. I was I was hitting the notes. <laughs> I was hype. When I hear LMAs, boot up. I get hype, like, mm-hmm. that sounds probably not even for me, but I'm feeling it, right. like, I love it. And then to think about how, I, you know, No Name, I'm super, super, super big fan of No Name. Mm-hmm. I think she's better than, I, thought, <laughs> 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 I think she's better than a lot of male MCs. I think she's just a really good mm-hmm. MC in general in hip-hop. Rap Rhapsody is probably one of the, no one ever mentions it, she's probably cold. one of the top five rappers in yes. hip-hop today. Yes, And it's like, it's it's just, it's just so refreshing to finally be in that era of, of where we're not maybe saying it, but by giving them these awards and, and, and giving them this acclaim and giving them this attention, they're finally getting the attention that deserve. And they're
1: not even having to be like extremely sexualized, which is so which is dope. Why I didn't
0: like Nicki Minaj for the longest time. Yeah. Snowden.
1: And I, I mean, you know, thing. you, you got to do what you got to do. Like, you know, no knock to anybody. Like, just do it. Do what it is, but like when you see artists like her and LMA, like women who just make good music. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And Orbe is back. Yeah, like they don't them. need any of the extra things. To, <laughs> we got some shit Side note, up in the background yeah, my right now. <laughs> keeps falling. But it's okay.
0: It's okay. We're working um, on it.
1: But yeah, when you don't, you know, when when black women are out there and, and it's not because of their bodies or you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. It's when it's just because of their talent and what they can do. It's just so beautiful to watch, especially as a woman. You're like, God, like, thank thank you that people are just seeing me for who I am. You yes. know what I mean? Like, and I'm just, yeah, I feel like they represent us so well. And I'm just proud.
0: And what I hope doesn't happen is, which I think, I'm just interested to see if they get it right. Mm-hmm. I feel like hip-hop and R&B is one of the most, it's the most powerful and most popular yep. genre right now. Mm-hmm. So there's no reason that we shouldn't probably conquer some of these categories mm-hmm. and win and bring these awards home. Yes. But it always makes me nervous because just because you just when you think we're going to do it, you never know. Something fucks up where they take it from us. So I don't think they will, but let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Best new artist. Mm-hmm. We got Chloe and Haley. Mm-hmm. We got Luke Combs. No idea who that is to me. Okay. We got Greta Van Fleet. No idea who no. that is. Her, mm-hmm. we got Dua Lipa.
1: I know who that is. Okay. I
0: don't know who that is. <laughs> you know that
1: one song? One, you go around the phone, you know you only call because you're drunk and alone too. You go around the phone, you got to get in over him. I got the rules I got him. No. Oh, okay. Wouldn't you that have the song? hook? You... <laughs> okay, yeah, sorry. <laughs>
2: You're going in, so I was like, uh, I yeah, I was like
0: okay. I was like, maybe maybe okay. Okay. Yeah. The hook mm-hmm. I heard the hook. Yeah. Okay. And then Margot Price. Mm-hmm. Don't you know don't don't want her, her songs or his songs? uh uh-uh, I don't okay. know who that is. We got baby, oh, <laughs> yep. And we got Georgia Smith. Who do you think out of those people would take it home?
1: Sheesh. Well, considering the fact that I don't know what four of them.
0: Yeah. I mean, no, you know five. Mm-hmm. You knew that one? No, nah, okay, I got one, that. I got, three. I got you know that one.
1: Okay, yeah. So I know four of them. Out of out of Chloe, her Dua Lipa, and Georgia Smith, I'm gonna have to go with her.
0: I'm I'm saying the same. I think thing
1: Chloe and Haley are phenomenal. Very much so. I think they are absolutely incredible. Um, but I think her has been like really working hard to be an artist mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. like not not a, a sex symbol or any like she's just like i want to be an artist i want people to know that i can sing play instruments write music i can do all that and for the first year and a half y'all didn't even see my face like that's crazy. an artist you know what i crazy, mean crazy yes so, and i didn't I know she that, that she
0: it. had a rebrand like she yeah she was like, somebody else her gabby mm-hmm. something gabby uh, gabby douglas mm, that, maybe? no that's the gymnast <laughs> oh my god well anyways <laughs> her is an amazing artist <laughs> yes and, i hope uh, she wins
1: it and i hope georgia gets it too georgia's cool
0: yeah georgia is really good mm-hmm. and um i think her's gonna take it though yeah. i hope her takes it i think she is there's a couple of categories we could talk about but i don't want to keep everybody too long so yeah I'm, i'll I'm definitely really be watching though i will too yeah. And i'll actually be more tuned in just because of how mm. powerful we are in these awards mm-hmm. but speaking of like big artists and big names one of my favorite artists that, we were talking earlier about people all get tattooed, like their signature yeah. tattooed on me, Kid Cudi. I would get Kid Cudi's would signature, you? signature tattooed on me, yeah. As mm-hmm. long as he uses a thin pen.
1: Yeah, I I, not I a thick-ass yeah. Sharpie.
0: No, no, we, yeah, we good. Sign we good. your yearbook type but, um, But Kid Cudi, uh collabed with, I think, Foot Locker mm-hmm. on a, um and he, maybe two or three weeks ago, he released this weird, like, not weird, but just random post, and it was like the Asterisk Collective. Mm-hmm. Didn't know what it was. Him and Falllocker and Adidas teamed up with a couple other artists, I think, Rory, They teamed up with her. They teamed up with Candace Parker. To do this, um, the Astro Collective I'll read it to you. The Astro Collective is composed of six creators connected with the mission to encourage, empower, enable, and enable individuals within specific communities to make a positive impact and leave a legacy through a lens of creativity. It's a lot of big words, but it's definitely meant to just build and kind of uplift the youth. I know that mm-hmm. Kit Cuddy in particular, his mission is to really help and empower um, mental health mm-hmm. people. You know, I know it's that been his mental goal for a long time, a very long time. Yeah. And I, I really like. That's why I admire him so much because mm-hmm. he takes he takes it on. I like that he takes it on as a black man because I feel like as a black man we don't see enough people, mm-hmm. you know, talk about mental health issues. And now yeah. we are more more so, you know, these upcoming years. But um, I feel like he was one of the first to really just stay it to a way that people could relate to off rip. Mm-hmm. Like no matter your color, he had mental health issues. He was Yeah. Telling they were. That was
1: one of the reasons he made such a connection that he did when he first came out is because kids everywhere were like, Oh shit. Like I'm not crazy.
0: And, like, yeah,
1: this guy is like talking about how I He's feel like right me. now. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And it's kind of interesting to think about now. I think about who they have. Cause I feel like Rory also kind of does that he's very you know he's not as open about mental health but mm-hmm. the way he kind of talks about feelings and emotions and mm-hmm. things being okay and her of course we just talked about her she's in the initiative mm-hmm. i know candace parker has been a big influence in in just the community especially with black women yeah she's now so dope. donovan mitchell patrick Mahomes. yeah this is crazy Mm -hmm. i am totally here to support to support this i wish i can be involved one of my things that i want to do one day is talking about speaking things to the universe Mm -hmm. i want to link up with adidas one day
1: so are they doing like a are they like releasing new product are they like doing are they like actually going out and like making this a campaign thing like are they going out and reaching out to people
0: i don't know if it's a more of a donation thing i don't know if it's Mm -hmm. more of a campaign of awareness it seems like it's a combination of Mm -hmm. both but I know it just kind of sparked me about a week or, week ago. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty sure more information will come in. And I know it's tied in with Foot Locker, so I'm pretty sure Foot Locker may be do- donating some like shoes, I think, mm-hmm. I read that too. Okay. So it's just kind of, kind of interesting to see how they do it because I know Adidas has been for a long, not for a long time, but recently really jumping into this whole for creatives, by creatives thing. Yeah, and it's I love that. And it's super crazy. Like, they're just, it's super crazy. I mean, Adidas. it's cool because their brand it's starting to be so well that even though some of the products they make mm-hmm. aren't as good or aesthetically pleasing as Nike, it's because their brand is so established and well it's like such an established. It's like, okay, cool. Like I it still even am matter. tied in with Adidas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's really cool to see Adidas do that and just to tie in.
1: Yeah, that's dope. I didn't even know they people were doing once that. once again, Adidas mm-hmm. has
0: really been doing that. It's not just athletes. It's like not just musicians. Like it's,
1: I think brands everywhere are just kind of like understanding now. like in order to keep your consumers happy you have to you just have to show them that like like you have to appeal to them yeah Mm -hmm. and you're not gonna you're not gonna like want something if you see it on someone that doesn't look like you you know you're gonna want it more if you see it on someone that looks like you you know what i mean like you're gonna like you just look at people's instagrams for example their explore Mm -hmm. page is more so of like a reflection of them you know yes, like they're not looking exactly. at things that don't relate to them
0: you know what's me nervous though is that because hip-hop has become so popular that i feel like capitalism hopefully doesn't really take a hold of what uh, what we're creating mm-hmm. like when you think about how you know you see the gap you see how we're nominated for certain movies the mm-hmm. spider-verse soundtrack just had what trev rich on it and it has mm-hmm. it's basically produced by all of us yeah you know and it's just crazy because. The more and more I see people use hip hop to leverage their brand and to promote, mm-hmm. it's a little satisfying because it's, you know, oh my God, we're finally being acknowledged. You know, we're not frowned upon. We're not banned like we were years ago. You feel like the, they're using it? I feel like if we're not careful mm-hmm. and we're not aware of what's going on, it can happen. Yeah. It can definitely happen. I mean, you think about the way that we've been pimped out in our record deals, mm-hmm. 360s, our our rights to our music. True. And I didn't know until this year that record um some of the most major record labels are government owned and that's why they never go away Hmm. so when you think about those kind of things it's like Mm -hmm. damn if we're not careful and if we don't kind of own uh, and hold our 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 work and our masters then we could lose it to music i mean you think about the streaming services these days so true how much we're getting paid to compare to how much these companies are getting made for the streams they're doing oh yeah it's insane i was nervous to even put my podcast on spotify or apple because it's it's like, I'm putting my music, my music, I don't fucking make music. I'm putting, <laughs> I'm putting my podcast on a platform mm-hmm. that is basically making money from me. Whether a hundred people, 200 people listen to my podcast, yeah. they're making money from just me putting out content on their platform. What mm-hmm. am I getting? Mm-hmm. Nothing. So it's like, I mean, of course that comes up with the struggle of just working and getting a crowd so that I eventually I can get, you know, income or to do these and special because things. And now
1: but, like, you just have to be careful now, so because it's so saturated that mm-hmm. it's almost, it's not really like, like what's good is going to make its way to the top anymore. Now, exactly. the shit's paid for. You got to pay to get in playlists. You got to pay to be on, you know, new Friday, this, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So, exactly, yeah. the Spotify, so Apple your shit's going to get lost in it and you're still paying these services exactly for what, you know, cause before it was worth it cause you have the visibility. Mm-hmm. Okay. People are going to see me, but now how are people going to find you in a sea of whatever, you know what I mean? Yep. So we do, we just have to be really careful.
0: Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. It makes me nervous. Like it's super, just super excited to see us succeed and to see yeah. the just get big, but you just have to always be mindful. Cause I feel like that's a brainwash within itself. Like, Oh, here's an award. Good job. But behind the scenes, you're getting pimped. Like that's, mm. yeah, I thought like that's super important. But that's just part of how America's kind of treated certain things. And we forget and we get numb to stuff and we caught up in accolades. But once we're kind of more aware, and we kind of break that way of thinking. Mm-hmm. We can kind of move in better ways and learn from our past. You just, yeah, but, you
4: got to be aware.
0: But yeah. Self-aware. But and I'm telling you. Yeah. That'd be a big thing. But anyways. Damn, you gave me something to think about. <laughs> I, didn't mean- yeah, I didn't mean to get too dark. <laughs> no, you gave me totally something to think about. Path. It's all good. But um, I want to get into some more music. Yeah. Let's get into some more music. This is, um, um I'm going to play two tracks. One of these artists, actually, I played... Earlier this year, um, I can't remember what episode it was, but I played them earlier this year. But the first track we're going gonna to get into is by an artist named Carter Ace. New track he just dropped called Slip. Carter Ace is also really dope. Um, and then the following track we're going to get into is by Flower Child featuring Naya... Bricks, no nigh bricks. Nigh bricks. Nigh bricks. I asked, y'all be proud of me. I asked. I said, hey, how do you say her name? She told me. Boom. So nine bricks.
1: bricks. Shout out to you, girl.
0: Yes. Flower child featuring nine bricks and the track is called Feel the Breeze. So let's get into this new music. Let's go. Oh my god, I gotta stop saying let's go, but whatever. <laughs> you
1: did say
2: play the damn song. That's so funny. Oh my let's god.
5: go. I don't like memories no more. Things are better to ignore. I just need now right now. We figure all the other shit out. I don't wanna stunt your time, but I'm longing for a lasting. Are we good, are we good, are we great? What should I do? Should I move? Should I wait? I don't see the beauty in champagne. But I'm aching. But I got a fake smile for you that I put on for the cameras. It's a gift to the senses. I gotta bring them all back. Things are better to ignore, I just need now, right now, we we'll figure all the other shit out. I don't wanna stunt your time, but I'm longing for a lasting. are we good, are we good, are we good? What should I do, should I move, should I wait? I don't see the beauty in champagne, but I'm aching. But I got a fake smile for you, that I put on for the cameras, it's a gift to the senses, I gotta bring them all back.
3: breathe the in i'm with you i give in feel the breeze kiss us skin we are hands with the wind groove on clouds breathe the i'm with you i give in
0: that was flower child that song you just heard was flower child featuring naya bricks i'm getting it right i'm Good so job. excited and that was feel the breeze the track you heard before that that was carter ace and that track was slip Carter is like I said, Carter Aces is is super dope. Like, his music is, is really good. R&B, I'm so glad, thinking I have you here, R&B, mm-hmm. I'm so glad R&B is finally back and we're having these discussions about, like, who's it's the king so of R&B. Refreshing. It, did, it is so refreshing. Because it definitely was dead. Like, it was. We used to say hip-hop was dead and all that stuff, but R&B was.
1: It was so dead.
2: Yeah,
0: but now it's finally back. But one thing, before we kind of get ready to wrap the episode up, I couldn't do my last episode of twenty eighteen without taking a minute to just reflect on what two thousand eighteen did to and for me, and just mm-hmm. what it was. But, I, but before I kind of get into into you know what it was for me, what what was two thousand eighteen was crazy for you. I know that for that's it was big so facts, beautiful. Big facts. Mm-hmm. So talk about it. What did, what did you learn from two thousand eighteen? What did it mean to you? Like, what's what's going on?
1: I think I learned, like, I've always known inside of me that I'm meant for music, but I really learned this year, like, I'm made for this shit. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And I learned that this is for me just as much as I'm for it. Like, yes. this, is, this is the perfect thing for me. And I just, I learned, like, to be confident in who you are and your decisions as an artist. Mm-hmm. And I learned that you truly do know what's best for you. Like nobody else does they're gonna say what they think you should do what they think is best how you should look whatever but you know and that's one thing i i learned a lot this year and i learned how to trust people um and i just learned that like man i'm the shit and i don't care what anybody (laughs) says and my friends are the shit and the people on my team are the shit and If I ever forget that, like I have people around me to remind me, you know what I mean? Yes. And that's all I wanted was to find a team that supported me and Mm -hmm. knew that I was meant for great
0: things. And like,
1: I just I have that now. And it's incredible.
0: That's crazy to hear you say that, because I remember, like I said, I always think about the last time we had a big discussion. And I remember just like those things that you kind of wanted. Like, having mm-hmm. people around you who are creatives, who want to create, and who mm-hmm. have that kind of, like, same like-mindedness and think the same, and it's so, I can't, word to advice to people who are listening, I can't explain, I can't express how important it is to have people around you who are, one, genuine and, like, truthful, yeah and two, I think sharing the same kind of, at least, not passion, but just creative ideas and wanting to yeah. just create. I think that's and very that important. drive to be
1: yes. successful, because... If you don't have people around you who want to do great things in their life, then you're on, you're gonna like you're just gonna be trying to push your own train. You know what I mean? It's and Like it's being like, a product of your environment. Yeah, almost. it's hard. It's hard to stay inspired when you don't see what you want around you. And so it's like if the people around you aren't doing shit, you gotta you gotta let them go. Hundred percent. You gotta find people who are like ready to change the world.
0: What was the hardest thing about the year for you? Um. And we don't have to get too deep. Yeah. You no, know, but the
1: hardest thing was probably. Mm-hmm.
0: Shit.
2: <laughs> You're like, uh
1: huh. no dead silence. Yeah. <laughs> um, I would say just like the pressure of, mm-hmm. I would say the pressure I put on myself, like I, I put you. a lot of pressure on myself this year and it was so unnecessary. You know what I mean? You like, think so? yeah, because, you just kind of have to relax into who you are and you have to know that you're where you are because of what you've done. Mm-hmm. And I think it was good. Like the pressure was definitely good for me. Right. But um, it just made it a little harder on myself than I, you know, I would I didn't have to go through a lot of the things that
0: was it pressure like self-doubt or was it pressure like putting like taking on the world and putting it on your back and being like, I got to finish this by Monday. That that kind of pressure. Yes.
1: Like I got to do this. I got you know what I mean? which and i think just because like a lot of things came at me kind of fast this year so mm-hmm. i i was kind of unprepared to be honest and that's how you get prepared though that's how you get prepared so that was definitely very hard but it was worth it because i learned that if you don't if you're not planning then like you're just you're going to fail yeah. like you're going to fail and so um yeah, I just put a lot of pressure on myself, but it was good and it was worth it because I got to hit the biggest stage in my career and mm-hmm. I got to be on the radio and I am right now, which is so Still dope. Heavy. And I just have like, you know, good people around me, so uh,
2: yeah.
0: You know what makes me like and um this is going to be like a small weird flex, but whatever. It makes me happy to see you succeed and then like for example, I'll put people on your music, mm-hmm. and then you play Summer Jam, and you're on the radio. Mm-hmm. But Yasi, I was telling my friends about Yassi before I even did the interview. I love her. A lot of my people are from Texas, so you have to think, you know, they're not, they have no fucking clue what's going on here. I'm mm-hmm. trying to be like a big podcast out here, but no clue. You know what I mean? No clue. And then so I be like, yo, you know, you gotta hear Yasi. She's really good. Da-da-da-da. What happens? She sells out. Um, Landry Lounge. Landry Lounge. And it's like, at what point do I finally kind of? Give myself a little credit, you're like, like you know what? Yo, I don't fucking know, everything ear, I yo. touch is good, yeah. I've got an ear, I can tell when something's really like gold before it actually shines. I always
1: bright. tell people about this, like about Yassi. I'm like, you have those artists where you're like, you know, you may, just depending on the work you do, you may or may not do it, you know, you mm-hmm. may or may not make it, and then you have artists that you're like, they're gonna be good regard like that artist they're gonna they're gonna have it forever, and she's just yeah. that for me, like I she's such a sure thing to me, yeah, I'm just like I just love watching her,
0: and you know what I think it is too I think I think the reason I can kind of hear that in people is because one thing that all of the guests have in common from this podcast is that they take themselves serious enough in their mind to be what they think they are. Mm-hmm. And like that passion is there. Mm-hmm. But some people you can tell that it's kind of half assing or like they are cool. with relying on a backup plan, whatever it is. But everybody that I talk to is like, they'll tell you what, they, what they're doing in life, what they're working and how they're getting their income, mm-hmm. whatever. But then when you hear them talk about what they're actually trying to do, Totally different conversation. Totally different, right? like, I'm the same way. It's yeah. like I'll tell you, you know, I work, you know, A B C D i C, D. I've been doing this, you know, because that's kind of what I want to do to make mm-hmm. money. Da-da-da. But my dream, we go on here. We but this is there. what I'm doing with my. This is exactly. who I am. And I used to be that, that
1: to way. Like that. Yeah. I. But the opposite. I used to be like, oh yeah, like this is what I do with my day to day life and. You know, I'd talk and talk and then I'd be like, oh, yeah, I'm a singer. Or when people be like, are you a singer? I'd be like, no. no. Like, you know, I didn't want to. I'd write down words and yeah. kind of make them sound good. And I was yeah. like, wait a minute. Like, what are you doing? Like, this is your life. This is what you want to do with your life. This mm-hmm. is who you are. And if you don't, if you're not your own walking advertisement, like, you're no one's going to take you seriously. Exactly. And that's why when I said like I'm the shit, I didn't mean that to like be braggadocious or anything. But Mm -hmm. like I know what I think is cool. I know what I think is like the shit. And I believe to my standard. You know what I mean? I'm cool. Like it's not like I feel like I'm the shit to everybody else. But Mm -hmm. I believe in myself. And it's like if you don't, like just stop what you're doing. It's so crazy.
0: I just thought about something right now. So originally this podcast is called The DNA Podcast because it's Devin and Alvin, right? And we Mm kind of give pieces of ourselves to the audience now i think about That's what i just key, said very deep it is low-key wow. but you know what's even deeper is this thinking about what you just said mm-hmm. and what i was just saying about the guests what they have in common i think the one thing that makes this podcast what it is is everybody kind of gives a piece of their dna in this in the show mm-hmm. like they show you a little bit of who they are like in a real real perspective and in a dream perspective mm. and it's like the DNA podcast really does take the DNA of that person and then shows it to that person. That's dope. So that, you know, you can see how that part like it's crazy. Yeah.
1: Woo. And okay. physically yeah. too. My spit is in this mic. My DNA is.
0: So we'll talk, I, I take Cash app. <laughs> so you can keep that mic. I know as an artist, you need, you need mics and stuff like that. So if, <laughs> If it's that, you know what I'm saying? If it's that Full of Saliva, we'll cash app. Okay, you we'll got buy a, a little, new mic you next You got a season.
1: little, you know, pop thing on. You just watch it. you be good to go.
0: I mean, yeah. But I mean, if I mess it up and it shrinks and, you know. <laughs> yeah. But um, back to 2018, um, I guess it's kind of just tell, tell people what I thought or what 2018 meant yeah, for me. Yeah, what it for you? Um, 2018 was a lot because this is the first year of the podcast. And I was very, uh, not depressed, but very just aware of trying to embrace myself mm-hmm. you know all i did this year was the podcast i didn't really do the other ideas that i wanted to do and i kind of just started to focus on doing the podcast and i was kind of down about it because like i said two or three years ago this is what i want what i wanted to do mm-hmm. and i never did it until this year yeah so part of me was like damn i'm hopping in a market that's saturated now mm-hmm. and it's like how do i stay like how do i stand out amongst a pool of everybody who's just putting the mic to your face and then talking mm-hmm. and you know i'm glad i kept it the same way because no humble flex not trying to flex yeah. this is just you know all, all thanks to god the idea that i had in the beginning is the idea i have now and i don't hear anybody doing what i'm doing yeah like i feel like it's totally different and that's, different. Okay. And that's, to, I mean, that's totally yeah. okay because I'm, I'm i didn't have to change my art for what other people would want to hear or what other mm-hmm. people looking for so that was big but um really i think 2018 I had to learn, and I'm still learning, and I know a lot of men probably won't even admit this to anybody, but I'm learning to how to how to be a man. Yeah. like How to be a man in the sense of how to, like, carry my dreams out, be able to take care of myself, learn to love myself even more, mm, hopping still. into things that I'm scared of. You know, I'm in a relationship now, and I'd like to be married soon, so understanding how do I be a man not only in life but in, you know, a household or a marriage yes. so I prepare for that kind of stuff. And it's scary, mm. and... I try not to slip into any like depressive states, but it's just like, I, I I read a quote today. I think I listened to a Royce, the five nine song and he said like, God only put on me what he knows I can handle. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what I felt this year. I felt the load of everything he put on me, but I'm here. Yeah. And I think I handled it pretty well. So I think taking this into next year, I think now I'm, I'm, I'm more inspired than I've ever been. Mm-hmm. I'm ready to, I'm ready to really show people, what the fuck I was talking about when I first even started the entire brand. Yeah. When I say I was for the people, I'm for creatives, by creatives. I think next year people are going to be like, wow, he really meant that shit. Yep. And I may be, you know, I'm not going to be living check to check. I'm actually going to be trying to make some more money because I'm in a better place. Facts. But I'm just, yeah, I just learned a lot about myself. I learned to love myself. You seem very self-aware. And I am, but that's super hard because I think what I learned is, you know, and the mind is like a crazy thing. Mm-hmm. It's a really hard thing. And that sounds like super simple. But a lot of the time, we can criticize somebody else. We can look at somebody else. We can break down somebody else. We can understand, like, help them. Mm-hmm. But it's super hard to detach yourself from everything else around you and to look at yourself and then to break down you. It's very hard. Because you you're working. You have dreams. Yes. friends. You don't want to be sad all the time. You want to be mm-hmm. happy all the time. Like You have to literally break down yourself. And that's so hard to do because you have to literally train your mind to think and reflect at times when you probably don't want to,
1: and at times when you feel like you're just fine. Yes, you're like I'm. I'm fine. Like, right? Why am I I'm fine? Doing, yeah. Am I really fine? Am I really fine?
0: And I think yeah, that's definitely what I had to learn this year. Cause last year was super hard too. Like yeah. last year was super crazy. I remember I was in a really dark place last year, like super dark. Same. Like I didn't like I. I'm not gonna say anything. I, I wasn't gonna be here, but I was mm-hmm. really close to thinking like I just like when you just look for a restart button but not in a super depressive way i guess yeah. it was real it was depression was real i learned that depression is real yes i also learned that sad is not a word sad you know is that? not a word sad is not a word sad is a acronym for seasonal something depression
1: really yeah that's crazy like my friend
0: i was talking to my friend cj shout out to cj and we we're talking about like he's we're saying something and He was like um yeah everybody's depressed mm-hmm. i was like no nah, i don't think anybody's depressed mm-hmm. i mean you know what i mean and he's like no we're all depressed." Mm. And I was like, bro, no, I think we're just sad. And he's like, no, sad is we're no all thing. depressed. And then I looked it up and I was like, wow, like, nigga, we really are all that's depressed. Crazy. Like, I thought depression was just like super intense, super, super, but there's just Mm-mm. levels of depression.
1: There's levels of it.
0: And I think that's what I've learned yeah. over years too, Is just like, oh, I'm not as depressed as I was in 2017 as Bax. I was in 2018 but like it's okay to not be okay and how do I get better yeah yeah.
1: and I I, I learned that too last year because there was a point where I I learned for me what depression really was mm-hmm. like I remember the one night like I really came to terms with it I tried to go out and like it was like my fourth time trying to go out to support some friends of mine like for sure. and I pulled up to the building and couldn't even go inside I was just like mm. I was just like heavy yeah. and I didn't I didn't want to be around people and like bring them down. And I was just, it was bad. There was some really bad shit that happened last year that like really put me in a, like just a really bad place. For sure. And I, I'm like, now I can look back and I'm like, I've never been that depressed before Mm -hmm. and I haven't since then. And like, I'm thankful for that, you know, because there are days when I still don't want to go see people, you know, Mm -hmm. but I would never get dressed get done up to go out there just to pull up and to leave like yeah. i would never do that anymore you know what i mean like i can't i can't find myself there because i'm just like different i don't want to i don't want to be that person i'm in a different place but i have my days you know what i mean for sure we all do but that's the constant pursuit like you know you just gotta like, pursuit of happiness wake up and just do it you know yeah I
0: mean? exactly so i think it clearly for both of us 2018 was was big and i think did my phone just go off crazy yeah it won't crazy Maybe, anyways but i think like for 2019 And I don't even say, I'm not that kind of person who's like, new year, new me, like Mm -hmm. "Mm, leaving all this shit behind. Mm -hmm. I'm not that kind of person. But I've had friends who I've kind of kept around me tell me that, yo, your shit's going to be crazy next year. I can't wait to see what you do next Mm -hmm. year. And in my mind, I'm like... I can't wait to see what I do next year too. Like, you tell me. Yasi keeps
1: telling me that she's like, I'm so excited, and I'm like, I, I'm like, do you know something I don't?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I see it. I mean, this is what she's, I got. But she I
1: tells mean, me all the time. She's like, I just can't wait for next year for you. And I'm like, me neither, girl. And yeah, I don't, know, I don't know. And
0: so <laughs> I, I, but I'm, I'm starting to believe that. I think I don't think it's a coincidence that people are telling us 2019 is going to be big. Yeah. And I feel like that. What's crazy is I feel like that for everybody that I've been following and around me. And I'm just now, as I get closer to the next year, I'm starting to feel that for myself. Mm-hmm. And so I think next year is going to be fucking crazy. It is. It's going to be a really possible. good year. Yes. I think we've, I think, I don't think these past two years have been the way they've been for me for nothing. Mm-hmm. And I think for everybody next year, it's going to be a time of a lot of clarity, a lot of creativity, and just.
1: A lot of seeds have been planted. Yes.
0: And, and it takes season.
1: time. It takes time for them to grow, mm-hmm. and that's exactly what's going to happen in two thousand nineteen. Is I feel like a lot of people
0: are just going to blossom. I'm excited. Me too. I'm so excited. But before it's crazy, I can sit here and talk forever. I know this is like now. The, um, I want to podcast. This is how the conversation went. <laughs> this is how the conversation went when we first hung out. This is exactly how it went. But I'm gonna get into some more music before we kind of get ready to wrap two. this up. We should do. I'm down. Let's taking on part two. and right. I have a third mic. Yeah, and I have a third mic. Cause she can talk. Cause who who is she? Who's she? who's in the building? Tell us who's, who's in the building. building? J, who's J- in the
1: triple J A Y triple with three eyes. Yes, my baby mama. What's
0: up? <laughs> <laughs> and this is my first time meeting her, and she's mad cool. Everybody's mad cool. I knew I knew she was. I had knew her through Chris. I heard some of her music. You're super dope, by the way. Yeah. I'm just saying this because I'm on the podcast. I just just thinking about it now. She's like, you know super what? dope. Yeah. So that's why mm-hmm. I think it's really cool. Yeah. like damn, like yeah, like jay-z and beyonce yeah like that's what it's like when you're just powerful with your art it's cool but let's get into some more music uh we're gonna get into an artist named epic must die that's his name mm. and it sounds crazy but he's super dope the track called watchman featuring Screwface, off of his latest album trust fall and after this we're gonna get into one of my favorite artists and uh favorite songs who's been coming up and he just dropped this joint elevator J, called follow the drip this song is super crazy i'm actually gonna play it yeah you'll cool. see it's actually pretty dope and then we're gonna get ready to get out of here but uh let's get into this music
6: i'm not saying let's go i'm not yeah. doing it
1: <laughs> let's go <laughs> check
6: where the check cause I need it I ain't sick but I'm sick I be spreading diseases one cough and a sniff will get you off in this bitch and I wasn't really thinking when I thought of this shit I'm at Cabo Cantina drinking mega margaritas sparking cigs at the table nigga holla if you see me with my ashtray illest if you ask me EMD the alias don't worry about the last name nigga that shit not to be explained it's a lot to be discovered it's a lot that's about to change I ain't do this shit for nothing but a bunch of fucking money and a bunch of fucking fuckin' Bust the rhyme like woo nigga, I can yeah, get too. You gotta hot, watch uh. niggas, they say they with you but they not, nigga plot dickers. Uh, yeah, you gotta watch, niggas. They say they with you but you not, you can pop. Yeah, you gotta watch, niggas. They say they with you but they not, nigga plot dickas. Uh, yeah, you gotta watch, niggas, they say they with you, but you not, you can pop I just booked a flight at 10 a.m. to Netherlands. When I land, my foreign audible from Amsterdam. On normal basis, doing shit that they don't know exists. My biddy taking flights and twist my duty on demand. I set the standards, population playing Wallace says, Smith and Wetzel operative. Man behind the gun, I make the press and stop the press. Down my execution, legend in his evolution. Whip a decoy, I was on the rolling chemistry. It's jig the world, no destination for my money train. When I slew hoes up in the G streets, making booty shake, I'm under the influence, noggin' lives inside the stars. Got sick of expectations, being broke, start breaking hearts. Mama said, don't crack your eggs, I started loading carts. Since you younger, been hard headed out after dark. G lock, cock, scared money don't make wop. You gotta watch niggas, ah, they say they with you but they not, nigga plot thickers. Uh, yeah, you gotta watch niggas, they say they with you but you not, you get pop. Yeah, you gotta watch niggas, they say they with you but they not, nigga plot thickers. Uh, yeah, you gotta watch niggas, they say they with you but you not, you get pop. Uh, Jumping off the porch with it, me and you do not match. we can torture you, can I spark the flame? Well of course, nigga. She gon' tell me I'm a star when the fourth hitter. Feel like Obi Wan, you niggas owe me one. Trying to set the stage, nigga, show me some. I'm trying to figure out what it's worth to y'all. Phone just ring, that's a curtain call. Never been last and it's first of all. That's the reason why I can't work with y'all. Bitch, I'm on the run, can't slip a fall. I can't end up in the dirt with y'all. Another one bites the dust. Huh. Long as these niggas never bite my style. If you ask them what they have for lunch, I bet my legs start falling out the mouth. Gotta watch Ow. niggas. They say they with you, but they not. Nigga plot thick Uh yeah. You gotta watch niggas, they say they with you but you not, you get pop Yeah, you gotta watch niggas, they say they with you but they not, nigga plot dickas. Uh yeah, you gotta watch niggas, they say they with you but you not, you get pop
7: In I saw the drippers from the driveway. You know something? You better not like, ever do a crime. Police never had no problem finding. Follow the drip, follow the drip, follow the drip, follow the drip. I've been dripping this sauce since way back then Pull up in the old school Shepherd laid it in the same class that the made back in These folks, stay trying to separate you Player, we came from the same bottle Sean Carter said you still nigga We were chained up through the same autumn Then again, y'all might be on or something No, I ain't never trying to be nobody I ain't trying to be no clone or nothing What you rock, we know about it Wear no fake Gucci sneakers. I don't need no fake Louis neither. These type of niggas might make you sneeze, but I spread my drip like hot am fever. Everybody wanna call it a drip. 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 Everybody wanna call it a You can't buy drip at like no store. Your professor should've taught you better. Naturals got to be born with it. That bread and cheddar, that's a double decker. Trust me, I have been in my own lane before I learned to spell my name. Mining your drip ain't the same. You define your shit by the money and fame. Making something out of nothing. Drill. Turn a couple to a dozen. Drill. Talk your way into a bucket. Swish. Can't nobody see a touch it. South don't cost a dime this off the mind and off the grip. Every time I turn around there's somebody behind because everybody want to come follow the drip everybody want to follow the everybody want to come follow the drill. everybody want to come follow Everybody wanna come follow the drip. 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 Everybody wanna come follow
0: the drill. Everybody to come follow drip. Elevator J, one of my favorite artists out of the Carolinas. I know he's next up to blow if he's not blowing up Dope. already. That was Follow the Drip. Song you heard before that was epic um, from an artist named Epic Must Die and that was a Watchman featuring Screwface. That was Epic Must Die's um Epic Must Die just dropped an album titled Trust Fall, super dope. I would definitely go I check like it out. like the name of that Trust Fall? It is, yeah. It's super dope. And like the cover is like an actual like, him falling back. Yeah, really that's cool. cool. I like it's that. It's really cool. Really good dope artwork. Um but we're about to get ready to get out of here but before we leave. I want to ask you what was um what are some words to the people that you would give um creatives of color especially to um going into 2019 what kind of what would you what would you tell them to like kind of inspire them or just in general
1: i would say this never inspires anyone but be consistent like it's Mm -hmm. so boring right you hear it all the time but it means so much like consistency it holds so much power so be consistent do not stop creating even on days it feels like you're pulling teeth like just finish keep creating keep putting out content because unfortunately we live in a world where people forget what you did five minutes ago fast food yeah keep creating content stay consistent and don't worry too much about being yourself just be don't think about it like you're already you your identity you you won you won you're there it's it's all good don't think about it too much transform do different shit do stuff that scares you do something that Technically, wouldn't be yourself. Like you know, experiment and have fun with your art and with your life next year because it could be your last. Is
0: that morbid? Yeah, that took a that took a turn. Yeah, you were like inspiring, inspiring yeah. depression. because <laughs> so like, oh, okay. you just
1: don't know. You know, <laughs> you might you know, not be true. here next December it, to it's, to go into to 2020 So it's like,
0: it's true. Now I think about it. Live. You know, you think about. I mean, one of the biggest losses. To the music industry, I feel like I mean, not to shit on anybody else who passed away this year, but Mac Miller, that was a big. And that shout was out super to his, him for his nomination. Yes, that's really shout cool. out Yeah, and and also, if you are using his death in your favor, that's fucked up. Mm. Um, but that's a side note. But um, I like what you said about being yourself. Yeah. Because I think these days in a world of social media, where we always have something in our face, oftentimes we have everything in our face except a mirror and so we don't really get to see who we are yeah. um and so i think you know that's some really good advice take some time to just know who you are know yourself be mm-hmm. yourself and be okay with being yourself just be
1: comfortable with who you are yeah like just
0: like your identity
1: just say fuck it you know what i mean like just do you whatever you like if that's different from yesterday who gives a fuck
0: do it like just do it
1: exactly. be comfortable just be comfortable saying this is me and you yeah, and you suck if you don't like
0: it. Exactly, and do I have to say something too? Right? I mean, yes. every episode yes. I say something that
1: you gotta say something again. Okay, <laughs> so
0: if I have to say something now to the to the to the people that that I haven't said before, um, man, I would just say to do it. And like I said, some of the I think one thing that you said that kind of touched on on a, a piece of my mind that I was thinking about some of the simplest shit and the corniest shit is some of the most on, like some of the most realest things and you'll never Facts. get it until later. Like you think about what your parents told you when you were a kid and you're like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And then you get older and you're like, damn, I should have definitely been saving or damn, I should have yep. did that. And then that's really how it works. And I, I mean, I'm glad to even know that now, but I feel like that's the one thing we need to learn now is, you know, just to just do just create something don't be scared don't let the world tell you what you can't do like you no, know, i think when Tyler the creator said tell these black kids to be who they are mm-hmm. that was one of his hardest lines to me because that reigns true in today's day and age more than ever like you can be whatever you want you can like what you want to like you can do whatever you want to do it's just up to you yeah and if you take your shit as serious as you want to take it, then people have no choice but to take it just as serious. Exactly. And so that's I. I would just say you know just be yourself. Like, of course, like you said be yourself and just do whatever you want to do and get those ideas out. I mean, the whole reason I even started good, you know, was I don't want to tell my kids that hey, you know, I I I could have did this, I could have did that, but I just you know I just didn't get around, so I didn't mm-hmm. do it. Like no, I'm like hey, I did this and I failed. Hey, I did this and I succeeded. Like I want them to know that their dad. Was somebody who was a go getter and yeah. who was a dreamer, but was such a dreamer into the sense of where he tried to make everything that he dreamed of a reality, whether he succeeded or not. Mm-hmm. So I X. would just say, just do what you want to do. I mean, quick side story: when I first started um, the blog that we were talking about earlier, mm-hmm. there was a uh, shout out to Sammy. Um, he found out my podcast or found out my blog was checking it out. Saw that I was promoting like you know local creatives and underground creatives and all that kind of stuff. And he did his first clothing line. I'm still in high school, did his first clothing line, mm-hmm. made his, like, first shirt. I was like, man, this is dope. Send me the work. I want to promote it. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. I get a letter uh, shortly, maybe a week or two after, and it says, like, good CEO on. And I'm like, wow, mm-hmm. you know? And um, so- basically, he was just saying how I inspired him to step out and do something that he was having doubts about about doing Mm. like without kind of like my inspiration to kind of push him over the ledge he would have never created and i keep that note like by my bible because it's like it's whenever i forget Mm -hmm. whenever i forget why i do this shit i think about those kind of things and i think i don't know it maybe i don't pay attention to it as much but i think these podcasts having you know guests on and and speaking who look like the people that are listening mm-hmm. is, is really doing something for the people. So I would just say, like I said, just do it, like create what you want to create. Don't be scared. And I think that falls in line with what you said, like your identity, be yourself, know yourself and love yourself and yeah. be consistent
1: and stay consistent. Do what you say you're going
0: to do. Exactly.
1: You owe yeah. yourself to keep a promise.
0: Exactly. And yeah, damn, that's good. Keep that's good. That's good. Talk. Keep that's good. Talk. I love that. <laughs> and, um, man, before we wrap it up, Shout out to Alvin. Um, You know, we do this whole thing called the prayer list. It's Not like a shout out, but it's like a prayer list where we actually kind of talk about people that we want to, I guess you can say shout out or Mm -hmm. if they're going going through something, put them on a prayer list. So I have my little quick prayer list that I want to say, and then we can get into yours if you don't mind. Is that cool? Okay. All right. So I want to put, first of all, myself on the prayer list. I need to be on every single episode prayer list every day. Um, So... Pray for, pray for yourself. That's all me. good. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, we all need it. Exactly. And um, next, I want to put Flint, Michigan on the prayer list. Yes. Um, I know that I think recently it's got um weed. It's got I don't know if it's recreational uh or what the use of it is that got legalized, but I know weed got legalized there. But, but
1: their water's still dirty.
0: Flint is still Flint does not have clean water. Uh if you Crickets. think that, like, why do people keep saying that? If you if you wonder why people keep saying that, look up. How many mm. days they have not had clean water? Like, there's a reason why every time somebody says something, they're like, "Oh, Clint still doesn't have clean water. Flint doesn't have clean water still." That's the reason for that. that there's is a reason so why we're sanatio. almost like numb to it. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? So, I'm keeping the whole city of Flint on my, on my prayer list. Um, I'm putting Joe Button on my prayer list. He uh, lost his dog, and his Dr. his Joey. his best friend Harlem, had to um, be put down after 15 years. I've never lost a pet.
1: 15 years is a long. 15 time. years is a
0: long. Yes. Very much so, and um, that's like
1: your teenager.
0: I used to think, yes, exactly. And I used to think, you know, like losing losing a pet has to be kind of weird because you know, I mean, it's not like a person, but when you think about that connection that you have, and man, it's the closest thing probably to losing a physical, yeah,
1: it's very sad.
0: So, because they
2: love you so much, unconditionally,
0: exactly. So, I'm gonna keep Joe Budden on the prayer list i want to keep my homie CJ on the prayer list. Ain't nothing wrong with him. He just needs prayer. <laughs> We're um, praying for you, CJ. And um, <laughs> Alvin. I want to put Alvin on my prayer list because I, uh, this podcast would also be nothing without him. We started this together. This was a dude I met through somebody who um, was... And my mom just texted me nice. What up, Some, <laughs> Somebody I... Um, oh,
1: there's kissy faces.
0: Yeah, my mom loves me. That's cute. She's probably going to sleep. <laughs> um, but it was... Um, Quick story, I guess real quick. This woman that I was with during a really dark time in my life, uh one day she asked me, you know, if we stopped talking, would I still be friends with alvin because that's how I met Alvin. And I was like, I don't know, I don't really know him like that yet. And fast forward two years later, the DNA podcast is my best friend. I was in his wedding. That's like my like like a brother to me. That. And yeah, it's just crazy how like things are happen in your life and the people that come and the people that go and the people that stay. So uh shout nice. out to Alvin. Definitely keeping you on the prayer list as always and uh, who would you like to have on the prayer list as well Kayla?
1: the first people i want to put on my prayer list are the women of wcw live which is the crew that i rock with a bunch of different artists singers rappers business and they're all just gearing up for 2019 they're all extremely talented and really focused and i know that they could use some prayer right now if some of them are feeling discouraged or overwhelmed we got y'all. God got you. And yeah, I want to just lift them up. Oh, yes. Yeah,
0: put God on the prayer list. Mm. Yes, I totally forgot.
1: Yeah, put God on the prayer list. Um, I want to put Kaylani on the prayer list because, <laughs> because she's pregnant and because everybody's watching her be pregnant and because I feel like she gets a lot of opinions thrown at her just for being who she is. Yeah, and, and she really
0: cares about that stuff, I think, too. She does.
1: And when you're pregnant, like, you know what I mean? That's just your whole life is changing and so I just want her to be well and happy and I want her daughter to be well and happy and I don't even know her but I just want these things for her.
0: (laughs) Yo, when you meet her, when you meet her in the future, when you meet her I will meet her. Play her this podcast. I I pray for you and your baby. I pray for you and the
1: baby. Um I also want to pray for Nicki Minaj because she needs it. Yeah. She needs it. I you don't even get, know yeah. her, but we know she needs it <laughs> because it I looks agree. like she's hurting. And I could be very wrong. She could be living her life with all her millions, her but I'm just saying, you know, from what we're seeing on the outside, it just doesn't look too hot for her. And I just want if she's if she's doing bad, I just want to lift her up and I want her to do good, even though I don't agree with some of the things she's done. Well,
0: stay in church. <laughs> yeah, <Stay> in just, <laughs> I, I,
1: I support you, Nikki, and I hope you're well. We hope she, God lifts her up and I just wanna pray for myself because yes. I need it and I wanna pray for my baby mama.
0: There we go. Yes. I love her. Yes, and I'm definitely like I said, keeping y'all both on the prayer list because mm-hmm. next year is gonna be big. Oh, like, it is. I don't think God brought us through all this whether it was turmoil, whether it was success, whether it was whatever it was, I don't think he brought us there to not for be nothing. prepared. Yeah. I think we gotta be prepared for next year. I think we're gonna some people are definitely gonna get called up to the plate and um Step up, baby. We have to step up.
1: Put your best forward this year because 100%. everybody else is, and you don't want to be the one amongst your friends who's like, "Damn it!" But yeah, I should. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Keep Maybe. each other inspired.
0: Exactly. And um, yo, I'm just so happy. This is episode 20. We will see y'all next year, January. See 3rd. you next year. <laughs> I will not be saying "Let's go" before every track new year new me yeah I yeah said you
1: new year, new you
0: and um yeah i'm just excited i'm just excited for what's me coming too. for next year thanks I don't, for having me yes thank you i'm super excited Seriously, thank you for joining me thanks. and um i don't think y'all are ready for what i'm Dang. bringing to the table next year And i don't think they're ready Dang. for what you're bringing but you're not supposed to be ready
1: you going to get ready.
0: Exactly. Exactly. That's how we leave it. I like that. That's how we yeah. leave it there. Y'all better get ready. Get ready. So, uh, yeah. Episode 20, DNA pack podcast. I love y'all. Merry Yay. Christmas. Happy Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, all that good stuff. And uh, stay safe. Don't drink and drive. I Let's go. All, I want all y'all to come back next year and listen to my podcast and be healthy. <laughs> so, and, be, uh, and be here. Yeah, and be here. So, love y'all. And we out. Thank you again, Bye. Kayla. Adios. what would I say it? Oh, my God. <laughs> I have to make everything like slightly corny. You're
2: cheesy, it's funny. Oh, <laughs> like, it's, adios. <laughs>
0: if I don't make it slightly corny, <laughs> it's just it like adios. not me.